G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. How we have normalized the word porn, right? We've normalized the word and made it sort of acceptable, and the Bible warns us against it. Instead of being heavenly-minded, we're earthbound. Coming up today, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the bondage we experience when we fix our eyes on the lures of this world rather than the glory of the next. Think heaven. Constantly be seeking and thinking about heaven. This is the day when the lost are found. yourself sitting down for a fine meal. It might be the finest meal that you've ever experienced. The service is first class, the chef is world-renowned, his culinary creations will leave you speechless, but you can't get your eyes off the shiny silverware. You ignore all the food and you gaze upon the utensils. Behold the spoon. Well, that's pretty ridiculous, isn't it? Today in A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out the folly of being so enamoured with the world that we miss eternity. I remember as a little boy, to me, Disneyland was like heaven on earth. Uh, I don't feel that way anymore, but I did a long time ago. And I think it was due in part to my, you know, horrible upbringing. And I would watch this show on television called The Wonderful World of Disney. And then when color TV came out, yes, I'm that old, um, they changed it to The Wonderful World of Color. And we were just amazed to watch this on our screen, the, these uh, programs that Disney would do. But then Walt Disney told us about this park he was building and it was gonna be the happiest place on earth. And, and so when I would visit Disneyland, it was like heaven to me. Because I mean, I, I felt it was just such an incredible place and I was so sad to leave. In fact, you know you're a kid when you go to Disneyland and your favorite part is when you arrive and you know you're an adult when you go to Disneyland because your favorite time is when you leave, right? <laughs> is that true? So that's how I used to feel about Disneyland. And I think it's just sort of a glimpse of something much greater that is coming. We long for heaven. And the Bible teaches that when a Christian dies, they go immediately to heaven. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So if you have loved ones who have died in faith, they are in heaven right now. Do they see us down here? Are they watching us up there? Do they know what we're going through down here? We'll talk about that in our next message because those are very important questions. And some of my answers may surprise you a little bit actually. But yes, it is true. The Bible teaches we will go straight to heaven. So let's talk about heaven and we're gonna turn to Colossians chapter three. 
Since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. We'll stop there. So we are to set our hearts and we are to set our minds on things above. This phrase, set your mind, can be translated think, or more thoroughly, have this inner disposition. Let me put it another way. The verse is actually saying simply, think heaven. Think heaven. That's something we're all supposed to do as Christians. And by the way, the verb that's used in this verse is in the present tense, so it can be translated keep thinking heaven, or keep thinking about heaven, or keep seeking heaven. Put it all together. It's saying constantly be seeking and thinking about heaven. You see, our feet must be on earth, but our minds and our hearts can be in heaven. Now, back in Colossians 3, Paul starts with the word, therefore, put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. Now is the time to get rid of rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you've stripped off your old sinful nature and all of its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. Now look, whenever you read the word therefore in the Bible, find out what it's there for. In other words, when a phrase starts with the word therefore, he's drawing on what has been previously said. So again, what was previously said? Hey, set your mind on heaven. Set your heart on heaven. Think a lot about heaven. So with that in mind, therefore, and now he tells us about three categories of sin that can, well, keep us earthbound. Instead of being heavenly minded, we're earthbound. Number one, if you're taking notes, sexual sin can keep you earthbound. Sexual sin. Verse five, Paul mentions sexual immorality and impurity. The word that he uses is the Greek word pornea. Guess what English word we get from that? How we have normalized the word porn, right? We've normalized the word. Oh, she's a porn star. Oh yeah, looking at porn, we make a joke out of it. You watch sitcoms, mainstream sitcoms on television, and they joke openly and consistently about looking at porn. We've so normalized it and made it sort of acceptable, and the Bible warns us against it. Pornea is a root word that just speaks of all kinds of immorality. It's premarital sex, in case you don't know what that is. That's having sex with someone you're not married to. Extramarital sex, that's also having sex with someone you're not married to. All kinds of sex outside of God's natural order. And so when the word pornea is used, it's talking about a person that fills their mind with sexual imagery and talks about it constantly and ultimately acts on it. So the Bible is warning you to not do that. Don't fill your mind with those things. Because if you do, it's like you have a fire and you're pouring fuel on your fire. It's dangerous. And it's one day gonna get out of control. 
And what will happen is a person can only take that stuff in for so long and then they want to start acting on those impulses and get into all kinds of trouble. Need that? Do I need to actually say it's a really bad idea to sext someone? Uh, send a sexual image of yourself uh, via text or Snapchat or something else? These are things that are destructive in your life and are not God's plan for your life and things that can ultimately destroy your life. So don't let that dominate your life. Idolatry can keep us earthbound. You won't be heavenly minded if you're worshiping an idol. And he mentions that as well here in Colossians. Don't let idolatry, which is greed. An idol is anyone or anything that takes the place of God in your life. And specifically it says to be a greedy person is idolatry. And by the way, there's two root words here, to have and more. So what does it mean to be a greedy person? It's someone that wants to have more. It's a sin of always wanting more, 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 more. It's never enough. The Bible says hell and destruction is never full and so is the heart of a man never satisfied. And it's not just that I want more, but I want what I have. Now I want what you have. I want yours. I don't just want mine. I want yours too. That's coveting, by the way. That's when the Bible says don't covet your neighbor's wife or their possessions. That's coveting something that does not belong to you. And so this is what this is saying. That's idolatry and it can preoccupy your mind. Idolatry can keep us earthbound. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA. Glad you're with us today as we consider those things that distract us from keeping our eyes on the eternal reward. Pastor Greg is continuing his message called Let's Talk About Heaven. And then thirdly, rage, slander, and dirty language keep us earthbound. Verse eight, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. By the way, the word rage here speaks of a settled and habitual anger with a thought of revenge. This is the person who has the bumper sticker on their car. I don't get mad, I get even. Don't cut that person off. Just give them wide berth, right, on the road, because that's, and they have gun racks in the back of their car, and. Smith and Wesson bumper stickers and you know. So you know, you don't want to mess with that person because there are people out there that are just waiting to get angry about something. Malicious behavior speaks of a boiling agitation of your feelings, a sudden and violent anger. Don't be that person. Slander speaks of speaking ill of others. Man, people slander so much, especially online. Because you can do it anonymously, right? And uh, say complete lies about a person and destroy a person's reputation. Uh, spread gossip about a person. Even the word gossip hisses like a snake. Have you ever noticed that? It's gossip. <laughs> and there's something very appealing about it. I just heard something. And I don't know if it's true. <laughs> but I just wanted to share it with you so you can pray. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you can pray. Wait, you just heard something. You don't know if it's true and you're gonna share it about someone? And I know it's gonna be critical or demeaning or degrading. So why would I share something about someone that I don't know is true that can hurt that person? And what if that person is standing over there right now 
here's a thought. Walk over to them and say, I heard the craziest thing. I know it's not true. And they can tell you the truth. But see, we'll embrace these things and internalize these things and even worse, spread these things. Don't, don't let that happen to you. These are not the things a Christian should be doing, especially a heavenly minded one. Listen, if you've put your faith in Christ, you're a child of God. You are a citizen of heaven and it's time to start living like what? A child of God. And we're not known for slander. We're known for love. We're not known for condemnation. We're known for forgiveness and restoration. That's who you want to be. You want to be that guy, that girl that people go to and say, you know, you're always fair-minded about these things. You're always compassionate. You're always caring. Don't be known as that mean-spirited, judgmental, harsh person. But be a heavenly-minded person. And when we begin, like never before, to think about and seek heaven. Because you know what the great thing is? Is when you're focused on heaven, you'll live the most fulfilling life on earth. To quote C.S. Lewis one last time, he said, aim at heaven and you get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you will get neither, end quote. That's true. Aim at heaven and you get earth thrown in. So the idea is, I'm so focused on heaven that I'm living the fullest life on earth. But some people, I don't want to think about the afterlife. I want to just get the most out of this life. And you end up not living a full life in this earth. And then you end up not being prepared for the afterlife. So how can you know for sure that you'll get to heaven? Some people would say, well, live a good life. Okay, that's not true. But let's just say it is true for the sake of a point. Live a good life. How good? Well, as good as I choose to live. Oh, I see. So you're making the rules? Well, of course I am. Well, that's not the way it works. Because even if you were to live a good life, and granted some people live better lives than others, I'll admit, it's still not good enough to get you to heaven because one sin's enough to keep you out. The Bible says if you offend in one part of the law, you're guilty of all of it. So if you have ever sinned at any time in your life, that's enough sin to keep you out of heaven. You go, well, that, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, that is. That's why there's only one way to get to heaven. And it's through Jesus who died on the cross for our sin and paid the price for our sin, and rose again, and now he offers us this gift of eternal life. Years ago, I was given, uh, I think, I can't remember, three or four tickets to Disneyland. And so we went into the park, it was very nice, because it's very expensive, it's, what is it, like $5,000 a ticket now, I'm not sure, it's really a lot. And that's just one park, not both sides, right? So. And so I, I, I had these tickets, we got in, we're, we're starting to have a good time and I felt guilty because one of the people didn't show up and I had a free ticket to Disneyland and I thought, I can't walk around with a free ticket to Disneyland. What if there's somebody outside that would love to come in and they can't afford it and I could give them this ticket? And I said to my wife, I'll be back in like literally four minutes. How long is it gonna take me to get rid of a free ticket to Disneyland? I came back like 30 minutes later. She said, what happened to you? I said, I couldn't get anyone to take it. Because I walked up to strangers, hi, would you like a free ticket to Disneyland? And they started like backing away. Like, what is this? Is this a cult? No, it's free ticket. You want it? No, I don't want it. Okay. Hey, would you like a free ticket to Disneyland? What's the catch? There's no catch here. Here, I want to give it to you. I just have an extra. The person, no one, no one would take it. I finally had to assault a person. No, I didn't, but... I finally found someone that said, oh, thanks. Well, you're welcome. And I just lost a half an hour of my time in Disneyland. <laughs> and that's how it is when we offer this 
gift. You can go to heaven by believing in Jesus. No, it's good works. No, it's not good works. It's his work on the cross. Now you just accept it. What's a catch? Well, I don't know what the catch is. I'm just telling you it's a gift. You can never afford it. So why don't you just take it? The gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then you can know you'll go to heaven. So look, do you know right now that if you died, you would go to heaven? If you don't, don't you want to get that resolved? Why would you want to go on for another minute without being sure you're prepared for the afterlife? So we're going to pray in a moment. I'm going to extend an invitation in closing for you to ask Christ to come into your life and forgive you of all of your sins so you can know you'll go to heaven when you die. If you don't know this for sure, respond to this invitation because 2,000 years ago, God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross in our place and to pay the price for all the wrongs we've done, all the sins we've committed. And three days later, He rose again from the dead. And here he is now alive with us in this place, standing at the door of your life and knocking. And he says, if you'll hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. If you've never asked him to come in to your life, do it now. Let's all bow our heads. Father, thank you now for your word to us. Thank you for sending Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming and laying your life down for us. Now we pray for any here that do not yet know you. Help them to come to you. Help them to believe in you. Help them to receive the hope of heaven, we would ask. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. It's Pastor Greg Laurie with an important prayer. And as you've listened today, you've realized you need to make a change in your relationship with the Lord. Pastor Greg would love to help you to do that right now. As you've been listening to this today, maybe you've heard another voice. By that I mean, yeah, you heard me say a few things, but you heard God's voice speak to you deep in the recesses of your heart. And it suddenly dawned on you, this is what I need. Or to state it more accurately, this is who I need. I need Jesus, and I want Jesus. But maybe you don't know how to make that connection. Let me help you. Pray this after me right now if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner, and I am sorry for my sin, and I need your forgiveness right now. Would you come into my heart and my life as Savior as God, as friend, I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me and accepting me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I know that was a relatively short prayer. Maybe you felt something as you prayed it. Maybe you felt nothing. That doesn't really matter because God's word says, These things we write to you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. It doesn't say, so you may think you have it or you may hope you have it if God's in a good mood. No, that you can know it. And I want you to know, if you pray that prayer in a minute, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come into your life. So congratulations. You're now a Christian. Now continue to follow the Lord. Thanks, Pastor Greg. 
Now, if you've prayed those words and you meant them sincerely, know that the Lord has heard you. And we'd love to send you some resource materials to help you in this new journey. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you as well. That's 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. Well, on Monday, Pastor Greg continues his series, The Afterlife and the Eternal, with a focus on the bodies that we'll have in the hereafter. How different will they be? Find out on Monday, right here on A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Now, for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called Let's Talk About Heaven. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.